In this video, Nando's Peri Peri Sauce. Is it a sub or a scrub? We know and love Nando's chicken. The sauce is delicious too. But today we're asking the question, will it do? And much more. All Sauce Matters, your source for all things All Sauce. What's up, everybody? I'm Uncle Brother. I make award-winning All Sauce, and I'm a radical self-care extremist. How you doing? Greetings, greetings, and salutations. Thank you so much for joining me, for coming back yet again. I, um... Wanted to pop in with you here on a Saturday, say hello, and uh, talk a little bit about Nando's Perry Perry. Um, but as in, indeed, as I said, I make award-winning all sauce, and as many of you are already aware, Uncle Brother's All Sauce has two award-winning flavors. All sauce number nine, chili verde, garlic, and ginger featuring fresh serrano chili peppers, fresh ginger, and fresh garlic. And there's all sauce number 10, four chilies and garlic, which features fresh habanero, red and green jalapeno, and serrano chilies, along with fresh garlic. Always fresh, too. I, you know, I always use the fresh. So. However, currently, albeit temporarily, they're unavailable. But we're in the process of an all-sauce comeback. Yes, I'm bringing them back. Although this time, we have to keep the processing in-house. Now, like I said, the process is underway. So I'd just like to take a moment to remind you that you can help power the process, jump on over to unclebrother.com. Check us out. Sign up. And if it's within your means, join up and visit the merch store. Whatever your heart compels you to do. And let me just say thank you in advance for that, that, that you do. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, I do understand the problems which plague us during this little dry spell we're experiencing when it comes to your favorite all sauce. So I've created this new segment called Sub or Scrub, where I will be reviewing Sauces, primarily looking at their ingredients to evaluate their nutritional qualities and determine whether or not they might be suitable as a placeholder. Now, I've been saying hold over, but I think I like placeholder a little better. 
for all of my fam out there longing for the return of their favorite all-sauce. Some are calling me crazy for, you know, doing this. Uh, talking about other sauces, saying that <clears throat> I'm just trying to be controversial, while others consider it genius. You know I'm going with the others, of course, right? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> of one thing you can be certain is this. I've always taken pride in offering you a product of superior quality. When I'm happy to serve my family. And when it comes back, you better believe it's going to be even better. All right? And I tell you what else I know. You know what I'm going to say. Ain't no other like Uncle Brother. <laughs> Having said that. All right, you know, um. If I'm going to be designating other so-called sauces, yes, I said so-called. Yes. Yeah. We've already seen uh, we have to be on the lookout for imposters. Food-like products pretending to be foods. You can catch some earlier episodes where we call out a couple of hot sauce or sauce-like products that uh, really ought to be reconsidered as a hot sauce. Hot sauce-like products. But that's okay. You know, it's a place for those, I guess. Anyway, uh, if I'm going to be, you know, talking about some potential subs here they have to pass they must pass the label test so if it doesn't pass the label test well you know might have to scrub off the list of potentials but that's you know it's just the that's just how it goes so with out you know any further delay let's get into sub or scrub all right, so as I said, today it is Nando's Perry Perry. Hot! Not the extra hot, not the mild, just the hot. Nando's Perry Perry. You know, I told you I went on a reconnaissance mission. Actually, this one, uh, did I order this? Where did this? No, this one came from, yes, this one came from the reconnaissance mission. I believe it was Walmart. So available locally. Now, this is interesting, you know, because, you know, when I had the store, we sold Nando's Perry Perry sauce at the store. Very popular sauce. And during that time, uh, Nando's had been, um, the sauce, Nando's sauce had been uh, partnered, had partnered with, not, not been, but had partnered with uh, McCormick, which is located here in Maryland. Large company, you know, you're familiar with McCormick's spices, McCormick's products. So Nando's had partnered with McCormick to, you know, bring their sauces to the U.S. Now, I'm pretty surprised to see there don't appear to be any signs of McCormick on this particular bottle. 
So I don't think, I don't know if they're still working. I haven't, uh, I did not take the time to find out if they're still working with McCormick or not. But um, we did sell Nando's at the store and it was a very good product. And I enjoyed uh, them and you have used them and even recently have used Nando's, which is why I got another bottle because I, you know, had some myself. So let's take a look at the label. Let's see here. Uh, we've got vinegar, butter, lemon puree. Uh, let's see. Pekin, I believe that says puree. Salt, spices. African bird chili. Paprika, cayenne. I believe that's peri-peri. Green chili. Oh, boy. Sunflower oil. Okay. Garlic. Xanthan gum. Ooh, what's this one? Hmm. This one. Is it? All right. Pro, uh, propylene glycol alginate. Hmm. Derived from seaweed. Oh, derived from seaweed. And then we have a preservative is ascorbic acid, which, as you know, is uh, vitamin C uh, and rosemary extract. I would imagine that's uh, just a little tad, a touch of flavor. So all in all, uh, let's see, started out pretty good, but then we got to sunflower oil, which, you know, I've been talking about uh, the PUFA in sunflower oil, but it's pretty far down on the list. You know, it's not right up at the, it's not the second ingredient like we've seen in some sauce like products. So it's, you know, it's, it's in here, but you know, it's, it's not, not that much. It's, it's towards the end. But what concerned me was this propylene glycol algitate. Did I get that? I hope I got that right. It's kind of small. So because of the propylene, I wanted to take a, a closer look at that. So I did. Uh, I pulled up a little. So let's take a look at the propylene glycol algitate. All right, so let's see what we have here. Now, this is on Wikipedia. Alginate. Okay, propylene glycol alginate, PGA, is an emulsifier, stabilizer, and thickener used in food products. It is a food additive with E number, E405. Chemically, propylene glycol alginate is an ester of alginic acid, which is derived from kelp. Some of the carboxyl groups are esterified with propylene glycol. Some are neutralized with an appropriate alkali and some remain free. Okay, interesting. Uh, let's see, it's uh, E number, I believe that designates it 
um, is something that you normally is European Union. So that brings up the question. Okay, so European Union, that, that's why I was mentioning McCormick. I had to go back to the label and look again. That's why I started looking to see, well, European Union. So it looks like uh, basically Nando's is um, broken away from McCormick and they're doing their own thing. So this particular bottle of Nando's was made in the Netherlands. Okay. Uh, so that's why we're looking at this propylene glycol alginate. Um, and so I also found another, some more information. I just, I did a little bit more digging. So here on NIH pub chem. Uh, propylene glycol. Now I went straight to the section on uses, sources and uses. Used in foods. Thickener, emulsifier and stabilizer. We saw that already uh, with Wikipedia. Uh, industrial uh, processes with risk of exposure. It says here photographic processing. Okay, so it's uh, used in Photographic processing, and it's also a thickener in foods. Stabilizer for the foam head on beer, salad dressings, non-carbonated fruit drinks, sherbets, frozen custard, frozen milk dessert. So we see it's used in foods quite widely. Okay. Uh, in ice cream. Um, and here again, see, this is where the food... EU food improvement agent. So food additives. This is where the source of the information. Um, EU food improvements agents. You see. Uh, that again, it's thickener. It's even used in cosmetics, household and commercial institutional products. Now, this was the interesting part. Now, it's um, methods of manufacturing. Um hazardous substances data bank um okay all present methods based on original process uh let's see where did it there was something here that showed where did it go well they use heat it's heat heat is used to you know break it down into uh oh okay let me let me go let me get to one other is one other one i found here that um, had some good information now this one is called food additives uh foodadditives.net <clears throat> excuse me it appears to be a privately run site but the person claims to have you know some eight years or so of experience in the food industry and um he goes into how propylene glycol alginate is made. So PGA can be produced by partial esterification of the carboxylic 
acid groups in alginic acid with propylene oxide and alkaline a catalyst in the temperature of approximately 70 degrees. After the synthesis reaction, the final product is made of PGA, neutralized alginic acid and free alginic acid. The esterification degree for use in food is requested not less than 85% by the FDA. Different uh, food grades of PGA are based on the percentage of esterification and the following viscosity. So it goes into a lot of, you know, scientific chemical stuff here. Uh, And then it goes into even more description of how it's used. Dairy products, salad dressings. So um, I believe this is the one... uh, Okay, there was a spot uh, where uh, there were some concerns about gastric upset. I mean, basically, it meets all of the 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 it has it checks all the boxes for you know most people's concerns. Uh, it uh, is used in all types of foods. Uh, it helps the oil and water mixed together so if you notice uh let me let me go um let me show you here what i'm talking about okay if you notice uh nando's stays nice and together flows pretty well looks good you know doesn't separate and again you know uncle brother separates because i don't use emulsifiers now why because one of the concerns with even <clears throat> this like called like, what, what, what's this stuff called again? See this that's another how, how are you supposed to remember the names of these things? Propylene glycol alginate. One of the concerns with it is it causes gastric upset. Okay, let me show you this one other thing. This is why um uh one other thing I want to show you before I don't want to spend too long on the problems, but um, an equivalent product that's similar to this propylene glycol alginate is called carrageenan. And this is used in American products more frequently than not. Uh, it's used quite a bit. Um, and it's very similar to um, the uh, other stuff, propylene glycol. Okay, so uh, when it comes to... Now, this one, carrageenan is a multifunctional ingredient extracted from red algae that are harvested in the sea, commonly used commonly used as a gelling agent, thickener, stabilizer, in food categories like meat, jellies, ice creams, and puddings. The European food additive <clears throat> number for it is E407. Now, in the... Uh, previous additive, the propylene glycol, the number, the E, the European number for it was E405. So, you know, this is the equivalent or similar in the same family additive thickener stabilizer type of uh, ingredient. So it, you know, it's when it comes to using these type achieving the out that getting the outcome that that, that uh, a sauce manufacturer is desiring it's it's limited as to what what 
ways of doing that uh, other than, you know, using more ingredient, uh, source ingredient, as opposed to filler ingredient or, or bi- binding ingredient. <clears throat> so um, continuing with carrageenan, sources carrageenan is located in the cell wall and intracellular matrix of the seaweed plant tissue. Um, there's three types, but I believe it was in here. And I think with, uh, oh yeah, it goes, it breaks into ref- how it's refined, manufacturing processes. Um, during the refined carrageenan production, uh, the carrageenan is uh, solubilized to remove the cell wall of the seaweed, while the semi-refined is made by simple alkaline treatment without extraction and filtration process and therefore contains cellulosic structural matrix. So I think the idea is that you don't want the cellulose. You, want, you just want the gel. So it has to go through a process here, semi-refined and then refined. Uh, but the point I'm trying to, to make is it's they, they, they can say that these things are natural stabilizers because they're derived from natural ingredients, but they have to go through this whole entire process to get it to a point where it can perform the task that is being sought for it to perform. Um, so, um, it, it's kind of may have, while it may have originally come from seaweed and kelp and these things, by the time they finish with it, it's totally something else. You know what I mean? So, and then, you know, like I said, uh, th- th- these, uh, Additives, carrageenan especially. Now, I know that's not in, in Nando's Peri Peri. We're talking about the propylene glycol alginate. But they can cause gastric upset. So that's why I say, I, I will say, advise caution. Use it. Because like I told, like, I've been, I've used Nando's Peri Peri. Now, I don't know. I did not confirm when I was using it before if it was a Netherlands produced or, you know, more locally produced, I, you know, did not confirm that. And I don't have the the bottles from when I've had it previously to know whether or not it was. So uh, I'm willing to give it a shot, but I'm just wanting to explain the difference. Now, Nando's is great. Delicious. I love Nando's. They're, they're wonderful. And I, I love the restaurant. Chicken off the chain. And the sauces good, are good. But like I've been explaining, when you're going to mass produce these products, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Like Judy. I had That's why I had Judy Savage come on and, and do a, an explanation. If you want to go back and find the episode with Judy Savage, she explains there's a lot that has to go, uh, considerations that go into bottling uh, and packaging a product like this. We talked about uh, pink sauce and that whole thing that is pink sauce. And 
You want to see? I, I'm I'm not even finished with pink sauce. I I'm, I got an expert coming on. We're gonna talk some more about that. That was something else. Whew. I tell you, but there's a lot to take into consideration when. Uh, so you know to 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 bring this. Uh, so yes, I'm 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 advising caution with Nando's Peri Peri Hot. You know while it while. They're at the end of the ingredient list itself, which means you'll, you know, find the, you know, it's the least of these ingredients in the overall, you know, uh, content. Uh, you know, they're at the end of the bottom of the line, so to speak. But, you know, the, the, it, they're, they're still there. You can't get away from that. And that could be just fine for most people. And however, for some, these types of ingredients can sometimes, like as I've been saying, cause gastric upset. And there's a few other terms that, you know, for that, of which you may be a little bit more familiar, but I'll refrain from using at the moment. Now, I didn't notice any problems like that with using Nando's previously. So, you know what? Before we get out of here... I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm going to go ahead and taste Nando's for you all. And, you know, real quick, not, not going to take a long time. I wasn't planning to, but I'm going to go ahead. Now, it's not really, I didn't have to really shake it. And it's all, that, and that's the whole reason why they use a product like that, or uh, ingredient like that. It's so you don't have to shake it. It's so it looks good. And, you know, they, it, it thinks it sells better. But I, I like the purity of, you know, just using a more material. It can give it more body. So you, anyway. Oh. I will say this. I think the Netherlands version is pretty good. Um. It's a little different from what I remember the domestic U.S. possibly McCormick version. I think it's a little better. You know, that's another thing that you uh, that has to be taken into consideration. Sometimes I've had to I had to go through a couple of uh, co-packers. Apparently, I don't know if this is. You know, Nando's doing their own thing in the Netherlands. I believe that, that they just finally got to a point where they just had to bring this stuff from their, their own stuff here directly and not um, uh, worry about having someone else produce it for them here. That's a really tough thing to deal with sometimes. You know, I was fortunate. I had Judy and uh, ICC. And, you know, for a long time. And then after that, you know, I, f I, I was fortunate to find in, you know, falling with a local, uh, small local production center that I could work with. That, you know, was a, a little easier to just, you know, try to manage it because it was here. I was you know, easily accessible. But when it's far away, sometimes you have issues that you just can't, you know. So I don't I'm not mad at Nando's if they took over their own production again. But while I'm not going to. So, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give Nando's a sub. I'm going to give it a sub. 
even though it's got these ingredients, you know, and I've already talked about the sunflower seed oil, and I'll be talking more about, you know, my concerns with the sunflower seed oil. But Nando's, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be hardcore when it comes to Nando's. We're going to give them a pass. So, uh, and like I said, for most people, it's probably fine. I'm advising caution. If you notice by chance that you get a little gastric upset, it could be from the additives. You just have to be aware of these things. Now, if, however, you want to make the most of your health, it's important to be aware of the impact of your choices and be accountable for your own well-being. Doing the research to get familiar with food labels and understanding the nutrition contained within them can be a great Doing the research to get familiar with food labels and understanding the, the nutrition contained within them can be a great way to gain control and make smart decisions. To get started, check out our new site, healthradicals.com, for a free copy of our Decoding Food Labels and Nutrition Facts Guide. Doing this now can help you make healthier choices in the present as well as lay the groundwork for healthier habits and lifestyle in the future. All right. So that's why this is that's why I take the time. That's why I've been taking the time. I'm taking the time to go over these labels for you. I want everybody who's waiting for the return of all saws and you're seeking placeholders <laughs> to be sure that you're making the best decisions possible. Okay. So, all right, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. That's going to about do it for this episode, but can't let you go without first sending out my heartfelt gratitude to all of you out there in the All Sauce Village. Thank you for being there. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it because, again, I'm only here because you're here. All right? If you've enjoyed today's presentation, please consider sharing it with a friend. Click the like and all that great social media. So help me get the word out. It's all appreciated. It's all love. It's All Sauce Matters, your source for all things All Sauce. I'm Uncle Brother, maker of award-winning All Sauce and radical self-care extremist. Catch y'all next time.